This is Trek FM. Helling frequencies open. This is your Trek FM Hyper Channel, where we discuss Star Trek news and today some other things. Today we're going to talk about something we have here on the network for you called Patron Zone. And instead of doing a solo show, I'm going to break the record for the most people who have ever appeared on a Hyper Channel. I believe by having three of us today, the crew from Warp 5, Norm Lau and Will Wynn. Hey guys. Good to be here. Hey Christopher. Glad to have you guys here. Now I don't have you here because you are the co-hosts of Warp 5. I have you here because you first entered the network as patrons. You supported us through Patreon. You joined the Ready Room. I had you on shows there. You got very involved in the network. Now you're hosting your own show, Warp 5. And also, you do all sorts of other things. Will, you're the content manager. You're the Patreon manager. Norm, you're an executive producer. And so I wanted you guys to talk a little bit about what it means to be a patron. I think being a patron is essential to to really have an ownership in your fandom. And I would really say that being a patron has accelerated my Trek fandom. I've always been a Star Trek fan for the longest time, but ever since I joined Trek FM and then being a patron and then being involved with the network on a bigger level, it just accelerated my my Trek fandom to a whole new level. And I think a lot of other fans feel the same way. We've, We've seen the growth in the Babel Conference, our Facebook group. We've seen it in the patrons that have joined in recent months. Um, there's just a, there's an energy that feeds upon itself. And I think being a patron really allows you to have ownership of that. Now, do I have to ask you, Will, before you were a patron, yep. did you sit around with a United Federation of Planets t-shirt on and a microphone in front of you? I did. I was just waiting for the perfect <laughs> opportunity for the two things to converge together, to put the piece that was the missing piece that allowed the other pieces to fit together. Um, but no, I actually didn't have the UFP shirt or the microphone. All things I got after the fact. Um, I, I do like wearing my my nerdy Trek shirts for podcasting. And obviously the microphone is necessary for it. But um, I had my ships. So that's where we did accelerate your fan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what about you, Norm? You know, one of the things that really intrigued me about Trek FM as a network was that there was a great access point for fans because sometimes we want to be able to express ourselves in certain ways in our fandom. Some people are comfortable doing what we do, getting behind a mic and actually being able to talk to the listeners. Some people aren't, but they are comfortable in other ways, such as supporting the network financially, going to conventions and talking to their friends or sharing the podcasts with them. But for me, I felt that, I actually felt really compelled. There is there's a, a certain connection that I had when I first started listening to the network. And when you really boil down what you want out of your fandom, because there are only 24 hours of the day, 12 to 14, where you're actually awake doing things, you want to make sure that you're spending your money and your time in the best way possible. Because between work, between life, between families, between children, you really only have that that short window of time, that small window of time where you can actually get into something that you really enjoy. But I think that's it's responsible for all of us that that enjoy this type of content to be able to be proactive about it. So that's what I did. I chose to be proactive about it. And I think it was the first time I've ever really done that as a fan. I mean, aside from being a collector of things, Star Wars figures or Star Trek props or what have you, this is the first time I've actually had a the opportunity to be able to directly affect something that I really enjoyed. And I think that 
being able to look at all the different offerings in the Patreon program is really important for fans because we've been able to see a really nice influx of that support over the course of the last, at least of the last year that I've been involved with the network. And it just helps you feel good about not only providing the content, but consuming the content as well, because you can only, you can't always be on one side. In my opinion, you have to be able to support it in the way that you can. And for me, that way was Patreon. Yeah, we've had so many great things happen since we launched Patreon. Of course, having the two of you guys come in is part of that. And I think of other people we've had come in, like Zachary Fruling and Mike Morrison and Jeffrey Harlan and Floyd Dorsey. And I'm sure I'm forgetting some people here because we've had so many people come in and really become involved in the network. Uh, Dennis Costello is doing some audio editing for us now, for example. And he came in as a patron as well. Ken Tripp, and then you had Mares for this all this time. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, there's so many. I'm, there's so many people who have become involved that it's it's hard for me to even keep track at the moment. You know, just right off the top of my head. And and that's wonderful because on the surface, when we ask people to support us through Patreon, I know many people may perceive it just as well. Podcasts are supposed to be free, so why do you need me to give you money? And of course, we need the money because it actually costs a lot to produce and distribute the shows. But even beyond the money, you know, it is a way of us finding people who make great additions to our crew as well. And we bring them in and they get involved. You know, we have associate producer levels that starts at $25. But so many of our APs have gone on to become even more involved in the network, which is really fantastic. And one challenge that we've had, though, is that while... On the surface, I feel, I, I hope that people support us through Patreon because they want to support the podcast that we're putting out. But we do offer perks as well. And one challenge we've had is delivering those perks to people because Patreon doesn't really have the greatest infrastructure for that. There is some infrastructure, but it's sort of like a linear timeline. You know, you make a post and then once something's been there for a little while, it's hard to find. So we've been wanting to fix this for a while. And we did that this past weekend when we launched Patron Zone, which I mentioned at the very beginning there. And Patron Zone is a small website that I've put together. It's very simple, but it's just there to make sure that people can get to those perks, wallpapers and avatars and ringtones, early releases of our shows and other exclusive content that we're going to put out easily. They can go there. It's very easy to find the stuff, to download it, to listen. And so you don't have to really search around. What do you guys think about Patron Zone? I think it's a great resource because you hit the nail right on the head, Chris, is that Patreon is a great system for for collecting donations, kind of having a centralized area for kind of feedback and posting centrally. But if you were to go back and I had some trouble trying to find like a that, that Cardassian um, wallpaper archive. It was hard. It was tough to find yeah. on, on Patreon. Which, by the way, we post that there, but then Patreon modifies the image. Yep. So we can't actually deliver the proper image for wallpaper that we want to deliver through that system. Right. So I think it's yeah. great, and um, it's just another avenue for for fans to. I think the shows themselves are a return on, on their investment of their time and money, but obviously having a a place that you can actually get some of those perks to will only add to the ROI that the patrons hopefully feel when they have ownership of the network and they contribute to it. So I think it's a, a fantastic idea. Yeah, I absolutely agree, Will. And 
It's it's a interesting phrase, return on investment, because you're right. The content that we put together in the shows and the work that we put behind publishing those shows and editing those shows, I mean, that is that in and of itself is reason to support the network because, you know, we do this um, of our own time and we do it because we love it and we do it because we want to support the network as hosts and as producers and people behind the scenes. But for the people that are listening and I have to I'm going to go back to what you said earlier, Christopher, I, I find it still interesting that some people believe that a podcast is is, you know, as a free of charge endeavor when there is a lot actually invested in terms of the sump cost, the sweat equity of that, what goes into a podcast. But for the fans who really want to perpetuate their fandom and to, to just to dive a little bit deeper, as Larry Nemechek says, to do his deep dive into your fandom, this is the best way to be able to connect because you don't only affect it directly through financing. You get to actually try your hand at doing something like this at certain levels. And I think that's something that some people, when they're listening to the podcasts, say to themselves, I might have a talent for that, or I might want to get involved in that way. Or let's see what's behind the curtain, Great Wizard of Oz, because I think that I can do what you do. And some people have. You know, we have had great uh, increases in talent in so many different proficient ways, uh, either in front of the mic or behind the mic. Artwork from Aaron Harvey, which is brilliantly fantastic. We have a lot of people working in so many different fields to put the network together. Richard Marquez, production manager, has done a fantastic job. Yeah, Richard does so much work. Richard does work every single day. I don't know if people realize this. Behind the scenes to make sure the shows get out there. And he's not on the air, but he's there doing stuff every single day behind the scenes. Right, so you have this cast and crew. You have this team of people. And you have a group that, in some respects, people want to be more a part of. And to be able to do that is to be able to increase your fandom through the Patreon program. And the Patron Zone, I think, is just a great way to be able to stay connected in an easier fashion so you don't have to really dig around for a bunch of things. And, I mean, for us, that's kind of like one of our ultimate goals is just to make sure that our investors, our patrons, are taken care of and that their fandom is perpetuated through our efforts, uh, even more so than through the podcasts. And as fans, I mean, we're fans first, so we love getting all the special features. We love getting the behind the scenes. We love getting all the knickknacks and all the goodies and all the collectibles and what have you. And uh, we do it in so many other different ways. I mean, we've, you and I, will we support other pod, not other podcasts, but we support other programs of our fandom, and we do so because we want to stay that much more connected, not just to our investment, but to our love of all of this. And that's why we're here. So to give people a little idea, when we talk about costs of getting the shows out to people and why we do need that support, this is not everything. This is just hosting files and getting those episodes out to people because it's free. When you go to iTunes and you subscribe, everything looks so it's simple. It's free. But for us, you know, we have a $500 base level for hosting the media files to get those out to people. And then every time you as a listener download an episode, that also costs us money. And we pay $0.07 per gigabyte for data transfer. Now, that might not sound like much, $0.07 per gigabyte, but how many gigabytes do we transfer? Well, we're recording this right now. It's October 15th, so we're only halfway through the month. So far this month, we have transferred 1.46 terabytes of data to listeners. That's 1,461 gigabytes. 
and we're only halfway through the month. So by the end of the month, we're going to go over three terabytes. And that's all bandwidth that we actually pay real money for in order to deliver shows out to people. So there is a lot of cost associated just with getting the shows out there. Yeah, I think that's, I think it's one of those unsung um, stories that, you know, the harder you work, you know, I think it's almost like, you know, you make it look easy. I think a lot of what we do and a lot of other podcasts do, a lot of this new media, because we work so hard to make it so user-friendly, to make it so easily accessible, which we want that to be that way. Sometimes the assumption is that, oh, it must also be easy to create and support and maintain and sustain these types of endeavors. And it's the exact opposite because all the energy that goes into making it so user-friendly and accessible and on-demand requires so much time and resources monetarily, sweat equity, you know, effort, all of that stuff that goes into it. And it's one of those things where, you know, if people aren't reminded of it or just not aware of it, they'll just be like, oh, this is totally effortless in terms of of resources when it's really not. Yeah. If we're doing it right, it appears that way, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And that's like the, what the, uh, the old adage, if you're doing a special effect, right, no one will notice that it's there, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're really only judging you on the quality of your performance. But I think that, being able to have a very consistent contact point for our fans and our listeners and our investors uh, is an important thing because um, I've, you know, I've, I've been working in a sales and retail background for like the last 17 years. And believe me when I say the best thing to offer a customer is the path of least resistance, the fastest way that they can get to the consumer good that they want to get. Because right then and there, we are a, we are a society that's a um, very uh, instant reward based uh psychological profile society. And if I can get to my fandom that much faster, that's how much more in tune I'm going to stay with our particular fandom. If something else can deliver that to me better, I might switch channels in a way. So we want to make sure that you, our investors, our fans, our listeners are getting covered in that sense. And I think that it was a brilliant move uh, for Christopher to create this portal for, um, you know, for that, just that immediate access, that extra access, and that just that deeper uh, ability to appreciate even more than um, what normal listeners are used to in a podcast. But again, it's still, it's still kind of a, it's a hurdle to try and disseminate that information out there about the costs associated with these productions. I mean, yes, they're podcasts, but yes, they are production. They have, we have staff, we have equipment, and we have operating costs. So, in order for you to enjoy more of what we're providing for you, we have to be able to meet those needs. Yeah, absolutely. So to wrap it up, Patron Zone is something that I had been working on in terms of how would it function for quite a while and finally figured out how to make this work and put this together. And if you are a patron already, you can go straight there and log in. The URL, it's kind of an odd URL. It's actually the name, Patron Zone. It's patron.zone. It's one of those newer kinds of URLs they have out there, patron.zone. You do need a password. The password will change every month. And as a patron, you will be given the password every month. And if you're a patron and you can't find the password, you can always send me a message and I'll be happy to make sure that I give it to you right away. 
And that lets you in and you get access for the whole month. And, you know, before we divided things up by levels, you know, one level you got wallpaper, another level you got wallpaper and you got access to early releases and things like that. Well, we're not doing that anymore. That was spread out between like $2 and $15. And now it's going to be $5 per month for patrons own access, but you get access to all of those perks. And also once we put stuff in patron zone, it's still there. So, you know, six months down the road, you'll be able to go and get all these perks that we've put in there over that six month period. So it really gives you a lot more stuff than you were getting before. And of course, makes it way easier to find because it was just really hard to find anything in the past. Now, during October, we're giving patron zone access to everybody, all of our patrons. So whether you're donating $1 per month or $500 per month, you get access to patron zone. But from November 1st, it will be for $5 and up. And um, I think we've already seen a number of patrons increase their uh, contributions to $5 this week, just in advance of that, even though they don't need to. And we really appreciate that. But I think everyone's going to love patron zone. And you'll also find forms on there for like, like we have ringtones on there. And if you have heard something on the shows and you want to have it as a ringtone, you can fill out the form and it'll come to us and we'll try to make it a ringtone and we'll put it up there for you so you can download it. So there's some interaction there as well. So um, I hope everyone will check it out. Again, patron.zone. If you are a patron already, you should have received an email from me already with that information. There's also a post in the post feed on Patreon that's only visible to patrons. But once you are a patron, you'll be able to see that. That also has the October password in it. So you can log on in. All right. Any final comments, guys? $5 is what? A latte or a cup of coffee? I think the price for for one of those things now. And I I think definitely for the amount of quality content that we get from Trek FM, I think a lot of people listen to it in lieu of radio. I think a lot of our patrons and listeners listen to it in lieu of actual other forms of media i think it's well worth well worth the price of a cup of coffee so i think it's going to be a great great asset for the community i'm going to spoil a little bit of a story i'm not going to tell you exactly what episode of warp 5 it's going to come on but just a great story here and a really interesting way of thinking about it some of us do a la carte type of media and you know we'll do our hulu or we'll do a netflix you know we'll, we'll take a look at these costs and say like what are these medias and providing for us. And one of our producers uh, actually decided to stop investing in satellite radio and decided to divert those funds to Trek FM because it's a network that plays for him or gives him access to Star Trek content in a talk radio form, literally 24-7, the way he wants to access it. And that's how he finds a way to justify uh, being able to divert funds from his... his, his uh, operating cost and budget of his lifestyle into something that perpetuates his fandom. I think that's a really smart way of doing it. Take a look at what you are spending right now. Yes, $5 for a cup of coffee or maybe that extra fries. Who knows? But if this is really important to you and you want to see this continue, really kind of take a look at how you want to be able to support the network and find a way in any form, whether it's financially or whether it's just talking it up on a myriad of different ways on Facebook, especially the Babel Conference, which is our dedicated listeners page support can come in so many ways and it doesn't have to always be in the wallet but the wallet helps so yeah 
It helps a lot. So thank you to all of our patrons. We appreciate you so very, very much. And to everyone listening, we appreciate you so much as well, because without you listening, without the audience, we would not be here. If you are able to help us grow the network through Patreon, we hope that you'll join us there. And if you want to become more involved in the network, that's a great entry point. And reach out to us and let us know what it is you're interested in doing, because our crew is growing like crazy. So thanks again for all your support, everyone. And Norm and Will, thanks for joining me today for this. Thanks, Christopher. Always a pleasure. Everyone go check Norm and Will out on Warp 5. All right. Well, that's all we have for this Hyper Channel. I'll be back next time with some more stories, some actual Star Trek stories. But until then, go watch some Trek. <laughs>